Thank you for joining with us for another episode of Morning Briefings here on the Pipeline Intercession for the President and on our podcast. If you have any dreams that you have about the office of the president, please send them to pip at christiancentershreveport.com. We're so thankful that you all have joined in with us on this prayer journey, and we look forward to standing with you not only today, but in the days ahead. So with that, we'll go ahead and join today's broadcast as we talk about the news and stand on the wall for this nation and the office of the president. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Zach Arsketin coming to you from North Carolina. And today we want to look at um, some results of the debates from last night, but then also be fully aware of what's going on in and around the world involving the United States, our president, and some things that will affect the world in the days ahead. But first, we want to, in all of that, make sure that we're focusing on God's greatness and his majesty throughout this journey that we're on um, with praying for this nation and the office of the president. And we first want to look in Scripture in Isaiah 14 to really see how the Lord lays out a great example for us um, in the Old Testament for us to have about where our focus should be during these tumultuous times. And I want to focus on really two verses. Um, but if you want, I, I would suggest going back and reading in Isaiah 14, um, really the, the passage that's titled, uh, is starting in verse 3, Israel's remnant taunts Babylon. And it talks about some things that are quite interesting to see that we've come out of um, in, excuse me, really, really showing how even in the time of Babylon, how they were dealing with rulers who were cruel to say the least, would not let slaves go, um, as scripture talks about in making sure, you know, they were just really under the thumb of oppression, to say the least. And then in verse 16 and 17, there is the the mindfulness that the Lord is showing here through Isaiah about Lucifer in his journey in trying to, uh, as it talks about before, of be above the Lord, um, how, how he, you know, Lucifer talks about, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Um, but in reality, the Lord's like, well, you were brought down to Sheol, to the far reaches of the pit. And then verse 16, the highlight here of those who see you will stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms? who made the earth like a desert and overthrew its cities, who did not let his prisoners go home. 
and all the kings of the nation lie in glory, each in his own tomb. But you are cast out away from your grave like a loathed branch, clothed with the slain, those pierced by the sword who go down to the stones of the pit like a dead body trampled underfoot. You will not be joined with them in burial because you have destroyed your land. You have slain your people. May the offspring of evildoers nevermore be named. Prepare slaughter for his sons because of the guilt of their fathers. Let Least they rise and possess the earth and fill the face of the world with cities. And here we see the Lord really laying out the warning of, look, you were, you were, you know, harmful to my people. You were, you were not being graceful. You were not leading the people well. You tried to put yourself above me, the Lord, in this instance. And yet the Lord is, is showing the world you know that even kings of this earth will have their burial but you lucifer will not and and we have to remember noticing here the reminding ourselves of the desire of lucifer to ascend and his ultimate fall and then in, in as we talked about in verse 16 and 17 to keep the proper perspective of the lord's majesty and the reality of the enemy's smallness when compared to god's greatness and as we keep that mind frame of understanding of what's been happening here on this earth more spiritual than anything and some the the natural leaders here in the united states have been the examples and been those who have um, walked out this spiritual plan of the enemy to put their thumb on people, to keep them under their thumb, and to not not let the prisoners go, and then now it's finally time for it to come home to roost. And so we we see this scriptural example, and it will make a lot of sense more when we dive into some of the domestic news here today. But first, we want to make sure we're aware of some things that are going on internationally. We have learned. Now that um, there is, it's really this is really kind of a a read between the lines message uh, that is being put forth. Is there are Russian officials or or officials who are coming forward saying that there's troubling developments with nuclear uh, Russia's nuclear arsenal. A uh, supposed senior U.S. official uh, told the New York Times on Tuesday, and. What that necessarily means is what is understanding is that there is movement, this false flag um, operation or um, intelligence being released by Russia is the world is is seeing through, believed to be seeing through this of, okay, they're saying it's Ukraine going to use this. Is this actually them going? Russia going to be using some dirty bombs? So it's something to pay attention to. And again, pray for this administration involving this situation, the military leaders, those who are at at, at the decision desk of possibly deciding what to do. Because you know there has been prophetic of a possible um, n- nuclear weapons being used, and so we want to pray for the leaders to have the wisdom. Um, to understand this and to be prepared and, and to be aware and, and obviously um, the 
well, hopefully prevent it. But if not, let's be prepared to be able to help people and then also to be in response and not to be caught with your pants down in a proverbial sense and not knowing that this could possibly happen. Now, <clears throat> we also see that um, this week there is um, going to be talks between um, Israel President Isaac Herzog and um, U.S. President Joe Biden about evidence that Iran has been using its drones within Ukraine. Uh, so that will supposedly happen sometime this week. It will be quite interesting to see the United States' response after this, President Biden's response more so after this, of, you know, there's the recent ask from the progressive and 30 Democrats saying there needs to be a, a democratic ending uh, solution to the war in Ukraine between Russia and Ukraine. That got pulled back. And so now we're seeing some things kind of manifest involving that. And so this will be quite interesting to, number one, be able to show the President of the United States that, yes, Iran is involved in this, as at the same time they're trying to get back into the Iran nuclear deal, but then also to show the rest of the world, yes, this is really happening. This is really what's going on, and here's actual proof evidence of this that can no longer be denied. Now, will he then, um, Herzog... Will he then go to Europe and do the same thing with European leaders? Yet to be seen. But it'll be quite interesting now to see the U.S.'s response to all of this. Um, also, some things internationally to pay attention to. This was warned about, but now it's coming to full fruition uh, from Taiwanese officials that China will most likely uh, ramp up diplomatic attacks on uh, Taiwan. Not necessarily, they're not saying militarily, they're just saying they're going to try to really isolate Taiwan uh, diplomatically and politically before anything is done militarily. And again, China's philosophy is not to go to war. They, they That's just not something they want to do until it's absolutely necessary. That's their mindset. And so they're trying to cut off. And the reason Taiwan is important is because of the chips manufacturing that goes on there for the rest of, of the world. That's why Taiwan is extremely important to China because they want to have a stranglehold on production of really anything, but in this instance, um, chips uh, for your phones, your cars, your computers, TVs, uh, microwave. I mean, anything you can think of that has a chip nowadays. They want to be able to control the market, and they do um, mostly on natural resources, majority of natural resources around the world, and, and that's what they've been working at kind of quietly, and that's why it's important to stand up to them um, and make sure that they're aware. And then last thing internationally, before we get to some very interesting things happening domestically, is that um, the combination of Japan, South Korea, and the United States are giving warnings to North Korea, which it's interesting to see that this is now they're deciding to change philosophies, is that if North Korea were to do another test, nuclear test with their missiles, then uh, they will now, U.S., Japan, and South Korea will 
um, give an unparalleled response and more so changing the way they're responding. Now, does North Korea kind of call this bluff? Is it too little too late? Yet to be seen, but I think this is something to be aware of and again pray for this administration um, involving these several issues going on around the world. Two years ago, these were an issue. This wasn't an issue, and then now all of a sudden, new administration comes in. Uh, lack of focus on the security uh, of the world and focusing on diversity, inclusion, and all this stuff within the military, and then yet this stuff happens. So, um, if if not in this administration, pray that there are military leaders who are fully aware of what needs to happen because this is this is coming down and happening because of what is happening within the White House. Now, shifting domestically, um, quite a few things we um, need to pray for and be aware of. And, and we've, we've talked about this before, but I think it's something worth mentioning. And even now, as it's getting closer towards the midterms and, and seeing the aftermath of that, we've started to see that uh, Chuck Schumer and there are those in, in leadership on both Republican and Democratic side who are preparing to pass budgets in the lame duck session and pass other bills in the lame duck session of Congress and Senate after the elections, which would be extremely harmful because there would be no ramification or no uh, repercussions for these people when they make these votes and present these bills uh, because they would really not have to listen to their constituencies. They can just do whatever they feel like is necessary, and that is um, ever so alarming. Uh, with any elected official, but Mark Meadows comes out and, and, and really points out and he says, look, not only do they not need to do this, but what they need to do is they just need to do a really a short-term um, continuing resolution until the next Congress can get in and then they, who can be held accountable, can then pass forward something um, in the long term that can really set the budget and the state of the country for the future. That's not a bad suggestion, uh, but the reality is, is let's pray for these current leaders, because especially the ones who will lose office, uh, whether they be Republican or Democrat, is there's going to be nothing stopping them from just doing whatever they want and setting the budget for the entire year um, rather than just for the next two months until the next Congress can get in and them who are the duly elected uh, in the next seat for the next season can make those decisions in the days ahead. So um, a lot to pray for, a lot to be aware of and continue to be um, focused on in the days ahead. Now, Quite a few debates happened last night. Uh, I don't want to get to them to the details of it. It would just be extremely frustrating. And because there's a lot of things being said that were are just straight out lies, um, especially in the Michigan debate, the uh, Pennsylvania debate, and then also in the New York um, governor's debate. It is just quite, quite alarming to hear these things being talked about um, from Michigan, the schools issue, uh, Whitmer just flat out, just no other way to say it, just flat out did not tell the truth. 
um, Governor Hochul, uh, interim Governor Hochul against Lee Zeldin in New, in New York, uh, was just flabbergasted that anyone would care about what criminals um, are doing once they get out of out of jail uh, or um, out of bail reform, uh, out because of bail reform, and um, just shocked that anybody would have a problem with that. I mean, this is just uh, completely amazing. Um, but something to pay attention to is in North Carolina, you're seeing President o- former President Obama endorse um, Senate candidate Sherry Beasley, who has had some of those same policies uh, from the as the Chief Supreme Court Justice in North Carolina, as Governor Hochul was suggesting for. Uh, we've seen the problems there. the The reason this is something to pay attention to is not only because I live here, but because you're seeing Democrats start throwing money and effort high leverage effort like this with former President Obama into certain races, North Carolina being one of them. And I'll say this, is Republicans in North Carolina, yes, they, at the polls, tend to be winning. But North Carolina is a purple state, number one. And number two is the Democrats are holding a huge advantage when it comes to ground game over Republicans. I have been getting advertisements. I have been getting phone calls. I have been been seeing signs um, and all this stuff, more so from Democrats. And hardly anybody from the Republican side is reaching out and, and trying to capture anybody's vote in North Carolina. That is That may not seem like that big of a deal. Oh, they're winning in the polls. They don't have to do much. The reason that it matters most, and even though um, I think the um, 538 poll shows that Bud is leading um, by a little over 2%, um, and then there are other polls that show uh, that he might be leading between 4 and 7%. And so um, quite interesting to see this outcome. But the reality is, is on the day of, when people need to get called to go vote, when people need to, the, 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 when polls are showing and, and the results are showing one way or the other, especially as early voting is going on now in North Carolina and in other states, it's who's going to have the ground game to be able to reach out to those voters who haven't made their decision, who are registered, who are ready to vote, who just, you just need that little encouragement or maybe the reminder, hey, don't forget to go vote before, you know, and, and unfortunately, Republicans just are falling flat on their face here at that. Um, and unfortunately, it can be a little too late. And so it'll be something to really pay attention to in the days ahead. Now, we'll follow this story because Chris Reed's word was that those in the West would surprise people. And there's more rumors coming out and stories coming out that voters in Oregon and and especially what happened in Portland and CHOP and all this and Washington, state of Washington, they are upset and they've lost, as this title says, they've lost their patience with Democrats. The article goes on to talk about from the Washington Free Beacon that voters who tell their story of they're afraid, they're scared, and they're tired of just the craziness, and part of it is that they voted these people in office, 
that they want to go really in the opposite direction. And so something to pay attention to there. And the reason it's we want to continue to follow that is because to see that there's a lot of things Chris Reed has been saying that has been coming true. And if this follows suit like a lot of some of the other stuff has, then it'll be interesting to see, okay, what else is the Lord showing Chris? What else is the Lord showing the prophets in the season ahead? And it's very fruitful um, and, and shows, again, God's greatness in understanding and not being caught off guard with what's going on or what happened during COVID with CHOP and the free state of, of this and the free state of that um, in other regions of the country. And so we see um, just some shifting ground towards what you know was thought to be one way, but in reality the people, the Lord is awakening the hearts and minds of men um, to go away from having people under their thumbs to allowing people to have freedom. Um, and then last two things is in regards to the debates in New York and Pennsylvania. Independent pundits, and I say this, these are obviously for more for people who are paying attention to politics, who are aware of this, but Lee Zeldin has a chance in New York as a Republican to possibly win the governor. That would be massive and huge and could possibly um, turn, completely turn New York around from just a state of anarchy to a state of somewhat sanity and bring possibly bring New York back to a state of sanity. And so... For those who are in New York, we stand with you. We pray for you. Hopefully, people were able to see the message and see the talking points um, from both, as they will most likely big be cut up and sent out social media, etc., stuff like that uh, in the days ahead. Um, and then you also have the the Senate debate in Pennsylvania with John Fetterman and Doctor Oz. If the people in Pennsylvania can even can even consider to vote for John Fetterman. Um, it would be very unfortunate because this man was shown to have lied. The moderators actually did a decent job of pushing back against him um, on some things that he said in the past, especially about fracking. Uh, but then just hearing him talk, I mean, there's no way they, in 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 a in a sane mind, there's no way that they could seriously watch that or consider that and see that that is possible for them to even vote if even if they're staunch democrats i mean that's just how can you vote for somebody like that um who can barely put a sentence together um whether it be because he's a bad debater or because of health reasons um it it, it would it would behoove them to to really consider um whether to vote or to vote for it's just it would be disastrous and they're independent um mon people who watch debates who were just this is it was just terribly bad and, and so he wasn't prepared he's just talking points it sounded like he had like an earpiece in and, and he was just repeating what he said i mean it was just bad it was really bad um and so oz kind of has a chance in that he's not the best candidate but we'll see 
And so in all of this that's going on, um, the people are seeing who their candidates are at the end of the day, who has some talking points um, that align with what their heart is. And, and that's where we want to pray that these voters vote based upon biblical moral values now and in the days ahead um, as we continue to ramp up the early voting and, and get closer to the actual midterms so a lot's been happening and then we went over a lot today but we wanted to, i wanted to make sure we covered some things and then also um we're fully aware of of where this administration some things that are being brought before before this administration and then again obviously their focus is campaigning in the head um ahead of the midterms and so we just want to continue to stand on the wall praying for this nation and the office of the president. Don't forget today we have our noon prayer and then our service tonight. And then I'll be back in the morning continuing to give updates on how to pray and stay focused on God's goodness in the days ahead. Blessings and I'll see you guys later. Have a good one.